Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of We Don't Know Them, a Toronto-based advice podcast where we try to give you some uh, hopefully helpful advice. I'm Tia. And I'm Maddie. And this is our 10th episode, which is super exciting. We're in the double digits now. 10. Um, and again, thank you everyone for all your support with this. Uh, I'm honestly surprised we made it to 10 episodes. Honestly, same. Um, I'm Like I said before, I'm surprised it's kept our attention this long especially with everything else that's been going on, so... Yeah, but I think it's something to do. Otherwise, if if we didn't do this, I would, like, never leave my apartment and have nothing else going on in my life other than, like, work. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, you would still have, like, driving me and Winston to and from. (laughs) Yeah, that's our other thing now. That's your other reason. Maddie is the vet chauffeur. (laughs) I mean, you don't get as mad when I let him poke his head out of the carrier like my Uber drivers. No, I love it. It's so cute. It gives my car, um, I was going to say it gives my car exercise, but that's not what it does. <laughs> a purpose. Yeah. It gives it a purpose. Otherwise, my car wouldn't ever leave the garage, and it's, like, not good to sit for a while. So, it's just yeah. me working out the car. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, speaking of Winston, um, so we got the results from his incisional biopsy back. They weren't good. Um, we definitely need to remove the lump, so that's scheduled for... Wow, today, I guess, because this will be coming out on Wednesday. So Winston is in surgery, probably right now. Um, So really stressed out. I mean, I guess the results from this surgery um, will determine whether or not he's okay. Um, But thank you so much to everyone that has been, like, so supportive. And, you know, I started a GoFundMe because, you know, we're poor. Um, So, (laughs) yeah, I really appreciate all the love and support. I wouldn't have been able to do this without you guys. So hopefully this is it. This is it. I mean, it's been like worst case scenario at every other turn. So I wouldn't be surprised if they tell me he has to see the specialist next. But right now, fingers crossed. Yeah. I mean, right now it looks pretty good, right? Like they said they can get pretty good margins. And yeah. so I think the, the vet is pretty hopeful. So that's good. Well, it's just like, I guess... What he said is if they send the biopsy back after this and, like, they've determined that they've gotten all of the vaccine material, like, out, because that's, like, the concerning cells are the ones with the vaccine material, because, like, that could turn to cancer really, really quickly and spread really fast. So as long as they send the biopsy and it shows that they got all of those cells, then he's fine. But if not, then that's when they would have to do the more extreme surgery where they, like, take a part of his hip and his leg. Yeah. So let's hope he doesn't come to that because I mean he's pretty chunky. I don't think he'd, I don't think he'd do well hobbling around. <laughs> he'd on three definitely legs. have to slim down a little. I think yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be that tripod. Aww. Poor guy. I really hope it doesn't come to that. But yeah, I just want to say thank you guys so so much. Um, his GoFundMe is still active. Look at me fundraising on our fucking podcast. Right. Is that even <laughs> I was gonna say it's still active, but I guess like if this was coming out on Wednesday, I'll probably have closed it down I don't really know how it works like I don't know either can you just like keep it well I mean I guess like we raised half of my goal like the surgery is going to be two grand and we've raised like a thousand yeah which is amazing it's so I I didn't think it would be that good no but I guess I'll keep it open if anyone wants to keep me from crawling even further into debt so (laughs) (laughs) but yeah we've even just reaching half of their goal like I was really shocked that yeah. That's... Half of their goal. Half of my goal. Yeah, half of their goal. Winston's. <laughs> <laughs> His goal. 
Otherwise, he was going to have to start working, and he was Honestly. not about it. Honestly. I'm trying to get them on a cat food bag somewhere so they can start paying rent. But... Honestly. I wish Callie could start, like, my dog, by the way, um, could start working. Like, she could probably, like, chase dogs at a beach or something. Dogs. Chase birds <laughs> at a beach. I don't want her to chase dogs at a beach. <laughs> that would, do you think they would hire her to do that? I'm pretty sure there's places that you can hire dogs to, like, do stuff like that. Really? I I don't know. Did you make that up? <laughs> no, I, I think my friend told me that one time with her dog. Um, but I don't know if it's, like, I don't think she's so well-behaved enough to do that. Her recall and, like, isn't the best, and she still has some stranger nature. Little traits. bit. Little bit. Does a bit more work, maybe. Oh, I think she could do it. She's pretty good. Okay, well, enough about my life. Let's get into your life. Let's hear about yours. Okay, so the first question is, Hi, I have a question about Maddie being tall. I heard in the podcast you made a joke about being very tall, and so am I. I want to know how you feel about wearing heels when going out and being confident about being tall. I love the look of heels, but I'm uncomfortable to wear them in public because I feel like I'm hovering over everyone, sorry, towering over everyone, and just awkward. Would love to be confident with my <laughs> hovering over everyone. <laughs> She's also gonna tell. I don't know. I was gonna say teleporting. I don't but that's know why not. I said that. Like it fully says towering, but I read hovering, and now I'm just picturing her like in the air <laughs> above everyone else. Okay, because I feel like I'm towering over everyone and just awkward. Would love to be confident with my height and not care so much. Would love to hear how you feel about it and if you wear heels in public. Thanks. Well. Oh, Tia, you can leave. This is just me for the podcast. <laughs> Excuse me? I'm average height, okay? Well, you are, how tall are you? 5'5". Five, five. Is that average? I guess for a girl. <laughs> That's average. Uh, you're below average. No, I'm kidding. No. Uh, yeah, it might be average for... I think that's average. Well, it's pretty good. I'm 5'11", I guess, for comparison, which is pretty tall for a girl, sadly. And it is... It, I don't know if I'm like I'm exactly um, the right person to ask because I'm not confident in being <laughs> tall. But like I have gotten used to it, and like my whole family's tall. My mom's like five ten, I think. Yeah, your mom is tall. Yeah, like I'm so definitely. Your dad. Yeah, I'm definitely a bit taller than them, but and my brothers are are much taller as well. Um, so I I guess I'm used to being around tall people because like my cousins are tall too mm-hmm. and like in high school and elementary school there were still quite a few tall girls it's hard because like guys grow so much later so like yeah. in elementary school I think I was taller than other people but like there were some people I don't want to like name drop I guess <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they listen to the podcast like um like Ashlyn was just as tall as I was yeah, I would say so. Yeah, and I think there was a couple other girls that were just as tall. Yeah, I read that question, and I'm like, it's so funny, because I have a lot of really tall friends, and, like, I didn't even realize it. Yeah. Like, I have a lot of friends that are tall. Yeah, I don't think I, I, I don't, as I talk about other people, but I don't have any friends that are tall. Like, my one friend, I think, is probably, like, 5'9", which is, like, decently tall, tall, I guess. Um, but everyone else, like, you and, like, my brother's girlfriend are all, like, quite short. Um... Quite short. That seems okay, like a bit of an exaggeration. We're average. <laughs> okay. Um, and I don't. I my thing is I don't wear a lot of heels, but that's because um, 
I'm like the biggest klutz ever. I would like break an <laughs> ankle. But I do wear like booties. Like when I used to go out, I'd wear booties with like a half inch, maybe an inch heel. I was gonna say, most. like at my on my twenty second birthday oh my god, that was so long ago. My twenty second birthday you wore like booties. Yeah, and I think that's like the biggest heel like I ever wear. And mm-hmm. it, it is I I wear a chunky heel because I'm the klutz. But like I guess the difference to me is like yeah, I can wear a heel that's like an inch or two and maybe I'm towering over everyone. But I am anyways. Without a, without a heel, I'm still like towering over people. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like no matter what, you're still taller than your friends. Yeah. And like if you're going out, your friends are also wearing heels, like very likely. So yeah. the difference is still probably pretty like much the same. Exactly. Yeah, when you go out, most girls are going to wear heels. So like you're just... And I wear tall heels when I go out. Yeah. Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. So we'd probably still be... Yeah. About the same distance, maybe even shorter because, like, smaller of a distance in height because you'd be wearing even taller heels. Yeah. Like, I didn't think about it that way. That's so true. But I, I just honestly, I think I get nervous at first, but then, like, give me enough shots and stuff and we're okay. <laughs> Which is where the chunky heel really comes in. Jeez. Um, no, no, please don't drink alcohol. Well, she's um, of age. You can you Okay, can yeah, drink alcohol. It helps. <laughs> Um, but honestly, yeah, I, I think you just have to be, you just have to, like, accept that you're taller than anyone anyways, so. And I think that's good, like you said, like, if you want to wear heels, like, if it makes you feel good to, like, wear heels and you feel nice and, like, you feel like you look good, like, either way, you're going to be taller. Yeah. So why not just wear the heels? Yeah, there's, like, there's no heel size that my friends could put on that would make them taller than me. Yeah. So like if I'm going to be taller anyways, I might as well, like, wear heels that I want. That's true. Is Matt your height? Uh, no, he's, like, 6'3 or something. Oh, so is my boyfriend. Oh, really? Yeah, 6'3. Yeah, so, I mean, like, especially, yeah, if you're going out with people that you know are taller anyways. Like, if I go out with Matt, I know I can confidently wear, like, a small heel. Yeah. So, but even when I went out to the club before, like, there were guys and stuff that were taller. Of course, there are ones that are shorter, but then those ones don't bother you, which is nice. And... <laughs> I could always find my friends in the club. That's what I was going to say. Like, it'd be so easy for you to be like, oh, there she is. Yeah. Like, no matter where I go, I can always find people. And they can always find me. So, yeah. I mean, think of it that way. That's good. And, like, also when you wear heels, if there is a guy that's being, like, pushy or, like, a dick, you can come in and, like, tower over him and make him leave, like, friends alone or something. Yeah, there's nothing that makes a man feel more insecure than a girl that's taller than him. Hell yeah. I don't understand why. I don't either. My my boss, I love her, she says that she, she doesn't like to, like, work without her heels on because she, as, like, one of the only female, like, VPs, likes the heels to make her feel more powerful. Because, like, if she doesn't wear the heels, then she's, like, the same height as the guys are shorter. With her heels on, she's, like... So, yeah, so I like that. Like, you look more powerful with them on. That's so cool. Good for her. Yeah. I'm like, I, well, I guess my work is pretty casual. Like, I wear my Converse to work in all summer. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, random boots. Like, yeah. I would never, will, like, I feel like I would be more out of place wearing heels to work. Yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> I would walk in and they'd be like, where the fuck do you think you're going? Yeah, I wear, like, I think I've worn, like, the small booty heels to work a couple times, and it felt super awkward, because I just yeah. sit at my desk all day, but, like, my boss is also just, like, the most well-dressed, like, 
woman ever too so like the heels just go with it yeah sometimes like I think I want to like work a job where I can wear like really nice like dress I love this suit look right now like really nice like blazer jacket and dress pants like I think that's so nice and then like I guess like I could do that at my job but I feel like because I've been there for two years and I wear like jeans and a t-shirt every day they'd be like um are you like job hunting or something like why do you look so good yeah like it has to be something I feel like that you start out from the beginning it's too late for me yeah like I started wearing makeup at the beginning uh, when I started work and it was like fine and no one noticed and then I stopped wearing it and a couple months down the line tried to wear it again and everyone was like what you well, look you so look nice yeah you look uh alive for once <laughs> I know I hate when you don't wear makeup I'm like oh like are you okay and I'm like what the fuck are you talking about you look really exhausted I'm like thank you so much <laughs> well we were doing like trivia for my work we're completely going off on a different tangent but um, we're doing trivia for work and it was like makeup questions and I was answering them all like correct. And everyone's like, how do you know so much about makeup? You don't wear it. I said, what? Not here. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting in my like apartment by myself. Why would I put makeup on? Yeah. That's so true. But yes, look at heels as a way to feel and look powerful. I like that. I think that's good advice. Yeah. And I mean, I would personally, I guess maybe don't go for like the four inch heels. I mean, if that makes you feel confident, then do it. Um, but if you want to just, like, maybe work into heels, start with, like, a small heel and then slowly go up bigger. Yeah. Because you won't really notice the difference, I think, if you just Agreed. work your way there. But, yeah, you just, like, are the more powerful. You can be, like, the mom of the group and protect everyone and just be boss-ass bitch. <laughs> just do it, honestly. Yeah. Next question. Hey. Um... I don't know, but I feel guilty after spending money on myself, be it either clothes or medicine or food or anything for that matter. Anything above $5 makes me feel so guilty for spending it. But at the same time, I will spend X amount of money for people in need or help my family or whatever, and I feel good about that. At the same time, when people spend their money on me, it makes me so uneasy and uncomfortable and so unworthy of that and so embarrassed. Does anyone feel that way? There's a lot of so in that. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I wish I had that problem. I wish I felt guilty spending money on myself. I think I feel guilty, but it's that guilt isn't enough to, like, stop me from yeah, spending. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's where I fall, too. Yeah. But I, I do understand where she comes from because I also like spending my money on other people a lot. Like, Christmas time, I love spending money. Like, I love buying people gifts, like, getting excited. Like, I'm a really good gift giver. Mm-hmm. So, I like that, but I'm also uncomfortable when people spend money on me. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. I, I'm the same. I can buy other people's stuff so much easier than I can buy myself something. Like, yeah. I will still buy myself stuff. But, like, <laughs> if I wanted to order, like, last night I wanted to order Uber Eats. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's not worth it to, like, spend 20 bucks on, like, ice cream for myself. But if, like, Matt had texted me saying he wanted ice cream and couldn't get it, I would easily spend the $20 to send it to him. Yeah, exactly. So I do understand, yeah, the guilt for spending it on yourself at the same time um you should never feel guilty about buying medicine for yourself maybe that's where (laughs) yeah like I think meds are are necessary if you feel bad about that then maybe there's a bit more to work on (laughs) is that the only question like do you guys feel like does anyone else feel the same way she just said does everyone feel that way I mean I definitely do I don't think everyone feels that way I think there's definitely people that are fine to spend the money without feeling guilty about it or like fine with other people spending yeah. money on them I mean maybe those are people that are like financially stable 
Yeah, you know what? That's true. Like, if you have the money and you don't need to think about it. Yeah. Like, I, when I worked in the, like, uh, bar industry, I had a lot of extra money. Um, those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, even still, I could not bring myself to buy, like, I've always wanted the black YSL crossbody bag. And it was, like, two grand. And I'm like, I, I still can't bring myself to do it. I'm like... Yes, I have the extra money, but until I can do that without batting an eye, I'm not comfortable doing it. Like, if I had the money and I would be like, yeah, like, I can buy that and not feel bad about it because I know that, like, I have more money coming in Mm -hmm. for sure. So I think you're right. I think it is, like, depending on your financial situation. Yeah, like, if you're making good money and you can pay all your bills and have extra money, I think why would you feel guilty about spending it on yourself because you worked hard and got it? Um, But, like... Yeah, for ourselves, where it's, like, hoping that you have enough money to pay rent or things for animals to pop up. Yeah. Like, of course, you feel guilty about spending money on yourself when it could be used for something else later. Well, that's the thing. Like, especially now with Winston, I'm, like, until I know for sure, like, this is it, like, I'm not spending money. Yeah. Like, I I just, I can't. Especially because, like, I've gone through the effort, like, of doing the GoFundMe and everyone, like, is sending me, like, money for his surgery. And, like, I really don't have a lot of extra money for that. So, I'm, like, I can't. I just can't do it. Yeah. Like, until I know he's good to go. You'll be this girl being guilty about spending money on uh, I'll be like, medicine. I'm, literally, I'll be like, fuck, I, like, I have no groceries, but I can't buy anything. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's definitely not a healthy way to look at it, but I do think a lot of people feel that way. Um, and also, like, for other people spending money on you, I know it's, like, it's hard for people to spend money on you, but, like... To feel uneasy and uncomfortable. And don't feel unworthy of that. I think that's for the other person to decide. And if they think you're worth buying something for, then, I don't know, try not to feel unworthy of it. But you know what? Like, I do understand that because you know, like, I, like, kind of went back and forth with even, like, setting up the GoFundMe from the beginning. Like, I've already spent $1,500 on this cat. Mm -hmm. And now, like, in the last two weeks, and now they're telling me, oh, this surgery is going to be two grand. That's a lot of, that's like almost four grand, like $3,500, you know? And I was like, I still felt guilty doing the GoFundMe because I'm like a lot of, like, it's a pandemic. Like a lot of people like need money too, or like they're in the situation where they don't have extra money or maybe they haven't been working. So I felt so guilty starting that. I really did. Yeah, but I think it's like, it's not like you were going out being like, everyone needs to donate. It's like, if anyone has... Some money. And, like, when you first were talking about starting it, I was thinking people would give, like, $10, $20. Yeah. Like, and I think that's the thing. You're opening it up, and if people decide that that's, like, something they're willing to give, then that's up to them. And I don't think that means you're, like, your worth or unworthy of it or anything. Like, you opened it up, and you have friends that want to support you. And it's, I mean, Winston's, like, the cutest fucking cat you've I ever know, seen. Really so. Is. Sorry, Monroe, you're also very cute, but... (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's true, and you know what? Like, I was kind of the same thing. I'm like, even if people give, like, $10, like, anything helps at this point. Mm -hmm. And, like, there was a period where I was just, like, crying because I was so, like, overwhelmed by everyone's, like, generosity and support. I was like, holy shit, like, people are sending, like, $100, like, $50, $100, like, Fifty dollars is a lot of money, mm-hmm. and I feel like I had people being like, "I'm sorry, it's not much," and I'm like, "Yes, it is. <laughs> like, yeah, fifty dollars is a lot of money." 
So I was like, oh my God, like all these people care about me and care about Winston and they're being so supportive. Like I was like crying. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks. Love you guys. Yeah, I think it's, and I think I'm, I know I feel guilty about people spending money on me too, but at the same time, like there are certain situations like Christmas and my birthday where like, I don't want people spending a lot of money on it, but like if someone gets me a little gift, I don't feel good too bad. <laughs> I mean, it's all about me. So. Yeah, it's my day. I bless <laughs> the world with my presence. Yeah, that's so true. And like last year, my boyfriend got me AirPods for my birthday, and I loved them because I'm like, that's something that I would never spend the money to get myself mm-hmm. because they're expensive. And I'm like, if he hadn't bought them for me, I would not have them. Yeah. You know, so it's nice. Like, it's nice having, like, your birthday where people treat you. But I'm the same way. I'm like, even if you get me, like, something small and meaningful, like, I would love that. Yeah. Like, I have friends who have made me things for my birthday. Like, made me a little terrarium or, like, like in I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, like, I would be happy with just someone getting me, like, a bag of dollar store candy. Or same. Chocolate. Like, it's definitely, I mean... I love the big gifts too. <laughs> I especially love your them. boyfriend's like, oh great, I can get off easy oh, this year. No. <laughs> oh, he found a bunch of random money he can he can afford to buy <laughs> something nice. I bought him freaking flying lessons. Yeah, that's true. Just kidding, Matt. You don't have to buy anything nice. I just want. Um, but if you don't, you're gonna hear about it. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to, but like, I am expecting it. <laughs> no, no. Um. Like, you do feel guilty about it. I guess there's nothing you can do to stop about stop that. And I guess, yeah, if, does everyone feel that way? I think a lot of people do. Yeah, I wouldn't say everyone, because no. obviously some people are like, yeah. No, like, I feel like Jeff Bezos or whatever, like, easily. Trash yeah. human being. <laughs> Trash garbage human being. But, yeah, I think anyone that's in a financial situation, like, similar to yours, or, like, in a, like, maybe lesser financial, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Who maybe has yeah. less money than even you do. Like, I think everyone feels that way. Because I feel like if you don't have a lot of money, when someone else spends money on you, it's more meaningful. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because exactly. you know the value of money. And, like, you work hard for the money that you make. So yeah. you understand, like, how hard other people also work. Yeah, exactly. And it does, yeah, it means a lot. Like, today, I went to go buy a vacuum. Made it all the way to the store. <laughs> texted my mom to say, which one should I get? And she texted me saying, I already bought you one. It's a surprise. Yeah. You knew I was actually looking for a vacuum. I came all the way here. So I bought a fan instead because I I went all the way there. But then it's like, it was more expensive than the vacuum, I guess, to to buy that I was looking at. But that was hard, too, to spend the money. But the only reason I convinced myself that it was okay was because I had streetcar all the way there. And, like, you had came there as well. I know. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, wait, so if you don't buy a vacuum, I could have just waited for you at my car. Yeah, literally wouldn't have had to leave. So I was like, well, I don't know what fan to to get, so I guess if Tia's coming here, she can help me pick one. (laughs) Yeah, but that's nice. Like, that's a really nice gesture. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I didn't feel guilty about it. Thanks, Mom and Dad. But um, (laughs) I think you owe me for putting me on this planet. (laughs) Okay, well, we're really going off on random things today. I know, so sorry about that. My brain is just so scattered. Honestly. Anyways, yes, I also feel the same way that you do. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) Feeling inadequate at work. Did I write this? (laughs) I've only just started this office job, but I'm just really struggling with not feeling good enough all the time. Every time I learn something new, I just can't shake the shame of doing it wrong before I've even done anything. I'm scared to start properly. 
I don't know what that means. I'm scared to start properly. Anyways, <laughs> I'm scared to start properly and scared to ask questions sometimes because I just feel stupid, even though technically I shouldn't struggle with any of the work. I think I wrote that question. Right? Literally me. And I still feel that way um, almost two years into my job. Yeah, I've been at my job for almost two years too. And it's like, like we were talking about, I know that I'm good at my job. Mm-hmm. Like I know that I learn things really fast. I know that I'm good at what I'm doing. But then like <laughs> when you send me job postings for other places, I'm like, I could never do that. Yeah. and like, It's like exactly your job duties. <laughs> and you're like, I could never. I'm like, oh. Um. Like even my friend sent me a posting and she's like, you'd be so good for this. And I'm like, I could never do that. She's like, you're doing that right yeah. now. And I'm like, no, but I could not. I think this is even less duties than you do. <laughs> and you're like, no, no. Me? No. And, like, I think it's just, like, that sense of imposter syndrome, right? Because I, I get in my head and I'm like, but maybe I'm only good at doing it because of this job. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Can you explain imposter syndrome? Before you had mentioned it, I had never even heard of it. Yeah, it's, like, when you feel, like, inadequate, like she's saying, and, like, you feel like you kind of have accomplished everything by chance and, like, you're not actually responsible for all of your success. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, you don't yeah. feel worthy of the job. Like, you don't feel like you can do it. You just feel like you just got lucky. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Me fully. I mean, I, I was lucky when I got into my job, too, because it was, like, my dad's work, and I was, like, an intern, and then I happened to, like, stay longer, so Nepotism. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're in a different department. <laughs> I am HR, but... <laughs> so any complaints about it would go to you yeah. where you could slide them under the exactly yes, yes, yes. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, no I have no responsibility of HR <laughs> it all goes to my boss to be honest hmm, a job where you make good money working in the same company as your dad and you don't have to do anything related to HR no no, no. <laughs> I sounds like nepotism to me no please if my boss is listening to this I do a lot of work <laughs> I just don't have to do any terminations or like um so any, like, direct employee interaction. Like, it's more admin stuff. Yeah, and, like, I do offer letters, promotion letters, but anything that's, like, yeah, terminating someone or, like, putting them on, like, a performance plan or something like that, right. I'm not involved in, which is, like, I think good in the fact that if my dad was ever doing shit at his job, I guess. But... <laughs> that would be so funny to have that conversation with your dad. Yeah. You know I... what? I just, let's sit down. Can you sit down for a minute? Um, your work that you turned in last week? Absolute garbage. <laughs> Total trash. <laughs> 30 years here, it doesn't look like it from this work. I would love to have that conversation with my dad. <laughs> Honestly, same. Be the only termination I'd be willing to do. Yeah, but that's good. Like, I, like, have been, like, they're kind of, like, talking about, and then eventually, like, down the line, like, you'll be involved in, like, performance reviews. And I'm like, I haven't even had a performance review. <laughs> I've been here for two years, but I've had, like, three different supervisors since I've gotten here. So I'm like... Who would even do my performance review? Would it be like a panel? You guys sit down and talk to me together? Like, you would confer, like, behind the scenes? I don't know. Yeah. So, that's lucky you don't have to do that. I did have to do, like, a succession planning thing. And, again, yeah, like, the person, first manager I did it with, um, I was like, have you done this before? He's like, no. And I was like, well, me neither. <laughs> Let's just work our way through it, I guess. Yeah. But, like, I totally understand, like, the feeling inadequate. Because, yeah, like, I do a lot. And I can acknowledge that I do a lot of different things, but like still, I'm like, no, I could never do that. Yeah. No, me too. It's crazy. Like, it's really crazy. Yeah. It definitely like, it 
scares me because it makes me feel like I'll never move on to a different job, like more in my field with animals because like everything is like, well, I couldn't do that. I know. And it's like, in reality, you might like not be the greatest at it when you start, but you'll eventually learn it. But you know what? Like I'm the same way that they are because she's like, she, he, they, I don't know. But like they were saying, um, like they feel incompetent before they even start. And I get it because like, I do things that I've never done before. And I'm like, if I do this wrong, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> no, I cannot make a mistake. I've never done it before, but I'm going to figure it out. It has to be perfect. Like, that's not reality. Like, and my bosses are so supportive. Like, if I went to them and said, I don't know how to do this, they would help me. But yeah. I'm like, no, I have to figure it out by myself. Same. And then I panic and panic. And then it's like a week later, and my boss is like, did you do that? I was like. <laughs> You're like, oh, um. um. No. Funny story. I actually um, have no clue what I'm doing. Yeah. And, uh, no, it is, like, if you look back to it when you started, like, if you think about you starting at the job, like, I would never think that I'd be able to do even the things that I do now, right? Yeah. Like, it was hard, of course, at the beginning, and now it's, like, the stuff is, like, some of the stuff is so simple, but, again, you still look at it if someone's role said, like, administrative duties. I'd be like, I could never do that when that's literally what my job is. I know. And that's so true. And like, I think about it and I'm like every single thing, like literally every single thing I'm doing right now before I came to the shop, I had never done before. Yeah. And I learned quickly and now I can do it, but still like the thought of going somewhere else, I'm like, no, I could never. Yeah. But that's literally what I did. (laughs) I still do that every day. Yeah. (laughs) So I totally get it. I would just say, like, try and remember that you have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. You have to start somewhere, and I'm sure that it seems a lot scarier than it already is. And this is me talking out of my ass because yeah. I literally <laughs> will not follow this advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like everyone sends me job postings, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Because I, I'm like you. I'm like, am I just gonna be here forever because I'm too scared to go anywhere else? Yeah, yeah. You know, so I get it. But that's something that we can work on together. Exactly. I I think you do have to like, it's scary to ask questions and do all that, but you just kind of have to like push yourself and do it. And as long as you have like a nice boss, if you go to your boss with a question and they're like, that's fucking stupid. You're a fucking idiot. Then like, maybe you just need to find a more (laughs) healthy work environment. Because like, I could come to my boss with the stupidest question and she'd be like, she might give me a little bit of sass. She is a sassy French lady. Um, but like, you know, that she wouldn't make me feel stupid or like yeah. inadequate for not knowing. Exactly. And then just get really good at making really good notes. Like I have a notebook that I do step by step for everything. I'm even making myself a handbook for everything that I do so that like, I know what to do if I ever forget, like don't do it for a couple months or if someone else comes new into the position that they're in like a better spot. That's smart. Thank you. I oh just gosh. like do so many things. Like I had like three separate meetings with my boss to like really flush out what my role actually is and what it means and we still haven't figured it out (laughs) just a jack of all things yeah basically but that's a good idea yeah I I do also keep a notebook though like yeah so I think you're always gonna struggle a bit and maybe not feel like you're good enough I think that's just a kind of a sadly normal thing that a lot of people feel but you just have to like just keep trying and eventually there will be different things that you struggle with, but you'll look back and realize that the thing you struggled with a couple months ago, you're now good at. And then there's yeah. this new struggle. And like, I'm the kind of person where like, I hate starting somewhere new because I don't like not having the answers to everything. Mm-hmm. I like knowing what I'm doing. I like feeling confident about it. I like knowing if someone asks me a question, like I know the answer. So 
But like, even when I started at my old job, like when I was in the service industry, like I would just be honest and say, you know what? Like I'm fairly new here. I don't know the answer to that, but let me find someone that can help you. Yeah. You know? And like, that's totally fine. Like a lot of the time they just appreciate the honesty and they appreciate that I'm not like giving them a bullshit answer. Yeah, exactly. So. I, I think it, when I look at like, um, you know, what career I want to do in the, the future, I kind of in the same way about wanting to know, like trying to find a career where I know everything kind of yeah. going into it, which I guess is kind of unrealistic, but like, <laughs> I don't like a job where I want to walk one. into a job I've never done before. And I want to know absolutely <laughs> exactly. everything. More, I just, I don't like to be someone who's like the boss who has to like, like there's no one above me to go to. Like, yeah. I don't want to be the person that knows everything. I prefer a job where I'm told what to do and like how to do it. And I can just do it. Like, yeah. I'm not the personality type that does well, like trying to figure it out on my own. Not saying that I can't, but like, I feel more comfortable in a job. And the problem is that career path is like an administrative assistant and that's it. Like, there's not many jobs that you go to where... And, like, obviously you want to move up, too, so you have to kind of get over it. Yeah, but I feel like there are also, like, really good-paying jobs that are not, like, management positions. Here's me trying to get Tia's advice to get solve my problems. <laughs> Here's my issue. Can you solve it? So, yeah, let's completely step away from the question that was asked <laughs> no. so that you can help me figure out what the fuck to do with my life. No, I think, yeah, what the point I was trying to get at is that, like, there will always be aspects of it that you're uncomfortable with, um, but you kind of just have to, like, maybe use the aspects that you are comfortable with and then branch off from there. Yeah. Like everyone has strengths and everyone has areas that they can improve and learn more of. And like, I'm in a field where things are changing every single day. Like Mm -hmm. I will never stop educating myself because things always change. Like we now everyone's talking about trauma in like 10 years ago, no one was talking about trauma. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's, I think that's, like, every single field, there's always going to be something new that, like, people need to learn. So, you're not the only one. Yeah. Just give it a bit more time to see if you can feel more comfortable. If, like, six months from now, you still don't know how to do the things that you were supposed to learn, like, month one. Then quit. Yeah. Then maybe find a different <laughs> career, because that's not, like, your strong suit. I'm just kidding. It might take people longer than six months, though. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Just give it some time, I guess. But if it still makes you feel like fully anxious and uncomfortable, then maybe it's just not the job for you. And don't quit. Start looking for something actively, but like keep that job because I never recommend quitting before you have another job. I I did that. Well, not really, but when I quit my other job, the only job that I had lined up was two days a week. But I was was so over it. I'm like, I don't care. I can't be here anymore. That's true. That's true. Try your best. The situations always happen, but try your best to like not put yourself in a situation where you don't have a job. Yeah. But just just keep trying it. I'm sure you'll get it eventually. Everyone feels inadequate from time to time. I definitely feel inadequate in my job a lot. So, yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for writing in. Um, if you have questions, you can email us at we don't know them podcast at gmail.com. You can send us questions on Instagram, Twitter, uh, whatever you want. So, thanks. Thanks. Episode 10. Thank Bye. you so much.